on location at Crenshaw and Slauson across the street across the street from the marathon and on both sides of the street all the paraphernalia is for sale every day actually on three corners or maybe four corners someday Today, Friday, on three corners, you can buy Nipsey Hustle T-shirts, face masks, music. We're live on location. We're leaving Slauson and Crenshaw where Nipsey Hustle, the famous Grammy award-winning rapper, the late Nipsey Hustle, head of business, the Marathon. Both sides of the street, you can buy all sorts of hustle gear. Stop requested. Please use rear exit. 
Metro está operando un horario modificado solo para viajes esenciales. Haga su parte y mantenga una distancia de seis pies cuando sea posible. Use una cubierta facial y no viaje si está enfermo. Visite metro.net para información actualizada. Hey, we're leaving Crenshaw and Slauson. The music was so good, but I waited. I was looking at the uh, at the merchandise. And Approaching Slauson and Alviso. So maybe the next time I can get some of that good music. Oh my, we missed out on some good music. I can't say whether all of it was Nipsey Hussles or not, but it sure sounds good. Oh. Well. Approaching Slauson and Alsace. Well, it was a nice day on the warm side, but nothing compared to next week. <laughs> but nothing compares to that 90 and 100 degree temperature. Approaching Slauson and Angeles Vista, followed by Slauson and Overhill. Crowd 
is also looking into what happened here. Yeah. The driver of this pickup truck hitting a woman and sending her to the hospital oh. with minor injuries. Today, that driver spoke only with NBC4 by phone. She was literally on the bumper on the front of the truck. I didn't want to run her over, so I just gapped it and then hit the brakes real quick because I knew she'd go flying. And she, she flew off and then, you know, somebody grabbed her and then I continued on. The pickup truck driver, who does not want to be identified, says he was later tracked down by police. The cops were really cool. The cops were cool about it. They were like, you know, I like started to tell them the story. They're like, we believe you. We believe you. We're going to just let you go and give you this card and the detectives will call you. I was right next to the truck, so uh, my left foot was completely run over by the back left tire. Michelle Singh says he was also injured by that pickup truck driver, telling me he had to go to the hospital with a foot injury. At this point, Singh says he's reached out to LAPD to give his side of the story but has not been able to talk to investigators. I was instructed to call them on Monday after the report is already written, and I kind of asked them, well, how can you write your report without the testimony from one of the victims and one of the primary eyewitnesses? And they didn't really have an answer for that. Jonathan Gonzalez, NBC4 News. Meanwhile, new body camera video released today shows the moments just after Brianna Taylor was killed. The video was released by the attorney for John Mattingly, the officer who was shot by Taylor's boyfriend during the raid. The video shows Mattingly being treated, but it does not show any of the gunfire. Today, Taylor's family spoke publicly for the first time since the grand jury's decision not to charge any officers for her death. I was reassured Wednesday of why I have no faith in the legal system, in the police, in the laws that are not made to protect us black and brown people. Peaceful protests have continued tonight in the city of Louisville as demonstrators are calling on federal charges to be brought against the officers who shot Taylor. We move now to the latest on the coronavirus outbreak. More Southern California counties heading toward easing restrictions. However, California's health secretary is warning about a potential uptick in cases and hospitalizations. As NBC4's Patrick Healy explains for us tonight, this is all creating concern about the month ahead. We wanted to really identify some early trends in our data that we're seeing where uh, some new cases are going up. Trends that concern California Health Secretary and MD Mark Galley enough to call this pre-weekend teleconference. We want to sound that bell for all of you. Sharing the charge, Galley focuses on the upturn at the far right, the numbers of the most recent days. Alarmingly, the state now projects COVID hospitalizations will nearly double in the coming months from just over 2,500 to nearly 5,000. But still a number, he said, the state's hospitals should be able to handle. That said, we've never done COVID hospitalizations with flu hospitalizations. No anti-COVID vaccine ready yet, but flu vaccines are available. Three clinics have opened with some early season flu cases already reported. Dr. Galley is urging Californians to get vaccinated to minimize the impact of a potential but I raise this issue now because part of why we chose the slow and stringent approach is so that we, we did get our case numbers across the state down as low as we can. His words of caution as more businesses and schools have been reopening in Orange and other counties that have so far avoided the uptick. In Irvine, New Horizon welcomed back its 7th and 8th graders and the head of school says they're heeding the precautions. They're highly motivated to do what they need to do to be able to stay in this state moving forward. Dr. Gallagher.
Valley's fleet has thought to take precautions to put us in a better place before the weather turns and we spend more time indoors where contagious diseases can spread more easily. Patrick Healy, NBC4 News. And right now, the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department is searching for another hotshot firefighter with the U.S. Forest Service who hasn't been seen in days. Carlos Balthazar was last seen on Sunday when family members say he was heading up Highway 18 to report to work. This is video from today of search crews near where Balthazar's car was discovered that day. After that discovery, canines were able to track his scent, but only for a short distance. And that missing firefighter was working with the very same hotshot team that already lost one of its members. Today, a memorial service was held for firefighter Charles Morton. Those who knew him gathered at the Rock Church in San Bernardino to remember the man many called Charlie. He died last week while fighting the El Dorado fire. During a heartfelt speech, Charlie's fiance talked about their love she calls everlasting. No mountain, no accident, no wildfire can take away the love that Charlie gave me. Charlie Morton was 39 years of age. Many of Charles Morton's fellow firefighters continue to battle the El Dorado Fire in San Bernardino and Riverside counties. One of our photojournalists captured a flare-up this afternoon. The fire has burned close to 23,000 acres. It is now 81% contained. It was started September 5th by a pyrotechnic device that was used at a gender reveal party in the Utaipa area. All right, we're going to take you outside right now on a live look from San Pedro. It's a beautiful night to start your weekend, but when it comes to fires, hazards, and concerns, there is another heat-up that is on the way. Meteorologist Anthony Giannis has the details for you in your first alert forecast. And Robert, another fire weather watch coming at the end of the weekend. So here we are, Sunday night through Monday evening. And what we're going to see in the Inland Empire and also the Riverside County Mountains, east winds. 10 to 20 miles per hour, gusts 20 to 20, 25 to 35 miles per hour. So these are the strongest that have been going really in a week and a half. And the humidity falling into the teens between 10 and 15 percent. So that ranges from Fontana, Temecula, all the way out to Idlewild. So we have this fire weather watch. So here's what you can expect this weekend. Saturday is really nice, but Sunday is when the humidity lowers. The heat wave starts on Monday, and that's what's going to bring in the critical fire weather. So one of the spots is Fontana. What we're going to see is fairly uh, seasonable, 90 degrees on Saturday, but it starts to get hotter on Sunday. Monday, we're near triple-digit heat at 98 degrees, and so we're going to start to see those offshore winds move in, accompanied with the heat. I'll show you what you can expect this entire weekend coming up. All right. Thank you so much, Anthony. Well, tomorrow, President Trump is expected to officially make his pick to replace the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And tonight, we now know her name. NBC News has learned it will be federal judge Amy Coney Barrett. She is also a law professor at Notre Dame University. Judge Barrett, a favorite among social conservatives and seen as the choice to shore up the evangelical vote. Meanwhile, across the country, a tribute to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, women who devoted a woman who devoted her life to justice in New York, the Empire State Building, was lit up in red, white, and blue in her honor. And right here in Los Angeles, this is outside the Skirball Cultural Center. Flowers, letters, and photos that have been collected over the last week. The artists who organized this say it's been appreciated by the community.
we're clinging on to hope. And I think for us, we have found hope within this space of the gerbil so many times. This was our way of kind of just reflecting that hope back out. NBC's Alice Barr shows us how Justice Ginsburg is making history a week after passing. In death as in life, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg breaking down barriers. Today becoming the first woman and the first Jewish person to lie in state at the U.S. Capitol. All the days of her life, she pursued justice. Justice Ginsburg's rabbi paying tribute as her family, members of Congress, and Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden watched on. Mourners then passing by the casket, including the trainer who famously kept Ginsburg in shape, dropping for three push-ups. The late justice celebrated as a trailblazer for equal rights, especially for women. Even her dissenting court opinions helping pave the way for future legislation. She said, and I quote, dissent speaks to a future age. Fellow Justice Stephen Breyer remembering his longtime friend unable to speak of her in the past tense. She has strong principles and she holds them. She's the kind of person that as a person you like her better the more you know her. Women of Congress lined the Capitol steps for a final farewell to the court's longest serving woman, honoring her contributions to history and now her place in history. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. Justice Ginsburg will be laid to rest at Arlington National Cemetery in a private ceremony come next week, and she will be buried next to her husband of 56 years. Still ahead for us, the dangers of outdoor dining. As more restaurants move to the streets and sidewalks, this is safe. The concerns in Long Beach after a car comes crashing through. Plus, the next time you go to a movie theater, it will look and feel much different. We have a sneak peek of the makeovers in our area. And the census deadline extended. Our team takes a closer look at the big impact that decision could have. To make the most of the outdoors, you need a Ford F-150. With blind spot protection for your trailer, road trailer back in the state. And now get $7,000 total cash off the 21 will make things even worse, and many deaths are already on the brink. Prop 21 will stop new housing from being built, and 21 hurts renters and has no protection for veterans or seniors, and no plan to help homeless vets or create the housing we need. We've served our country and deserve a place to call home. That's why veterans groups across California say no on 21. When a new wave calls, you answer. When adventure calls,
I approve this message because I will only answer if you wish. If you want to take your family hiking in the mountains and put tacos on the beach in the same day, you need a hybrid Ford Explorer with drive modes for any terrain. And you can get one for 0% APR for 16 months plus 3250 bonus cash only at your Southern California Ford dealers. Pretty scary moment for one restaurant. Take a look at this place in Long Beach. This happened Wednesday night. A white Camry sped by and crashed into the parklet outside of this restaurant. Fortunately, it was late at night and no one was there. But what happens if a car loses control in daytime? It's a little weird being so close to traffic. When they first put them up, it did cross my mind. So in Long Beach, the city will now provide restaurant owners with barriers like these orange ones. They're heavy and they are filled with water. Next time you catch a movie at Regal Cinemas, the experience is going to look a lot different. We have a sneak peek at the renovations at the Regal Irvine Spectrum. It starts with a new entrance and lobby, and then inside there is a new panoramic auditorium with IMAX laser projection and motion synchronized seats, so you actually feel like you're part of the action. Movie theaters got the okay to reopen in Orange and Riverside counties, but they're still closed elsewhere in our region. The census count extended, or rather set back, to its original deadline of October 31st, thanks to a court decision that has denied the Trump administration's wish to end the count early. The I-team's Lolita Lopez has been following the developments in this case and the potential impacts in our community. We've covered multiple stories on this going back to April when the pandemic turned the census, like so many other things, upside down. Census workers could not do the count in person and had to pivot to other methods, delaying getting folks to respond. The L.A. City Attorney says cutting down the time to do the count could lead to huge losses for Southern California. Here in Los Angeles, we, we derive hundreds of millions of federal dollars in our region based on an accurate census count. We also rely on the census and its accuracy for political representation. And that's really the bottom line, according to Los Angeles City Attorney Mike Fuhrer, part of a group who sued the Census Bureau to block the Trump administration's decision this summer to shorten the 2020 count, which would have ended in just five days. That countdown now extended after a federal judge ruled to keep the original deadline at the end of October because a shortened schedule could produce inaccurate results for hard-to-count communities. Los Angeles is known to be one of the harder-to-count jurisdictions in the nation. For months, the I-Team has been tracking the progress of the census count in Southern California. Take a look at this map. The light and brown-colored areas from Long Beach to Malibu to Los Angeles are still below 56% self-response rates. California's rate is 18th on the list nationwide at just over 68%. Despite the ability for people to respond by mail, online, or by phone, now census workers and volunteers are making multiple visits to locations that have not responded to get a better count. Tim Olson runs field operations for the U.S. Census and recently spoke to the I-Team. We've got currently today about 240,000 people uh, that are actively working with us. He says some 19,000 of those census workers are in California and that keeping the staffing up while the case made its way through courts has been a priority. We certainly have had uh, a handful of people uh, that... For a variety of reasons, the work really wasn't well suited for them. Still, he says the count is on track. And today, the Trump administration wasted no time appealing the court's decision. I think the court is well aware 
of the fact that the government was going to seek to appeal its decision, and therefore this judge made very certain to have buttoned down every aspect of the rationale for her ruling. The city attorney made a point of saying anyone who has not already sent their survey in should do so right away. Don't think you can wait because of this ruling. Speer also says the White House appeal could get this case fast-tracked to the U.S. Supreme Court. For more information on how to make sure you're counted, go to our website, NBCLA.com, and search Census. For the IT, Lolita Lopez, NBC4 News. All right, let's take you outside right now so we get live view from LAX. Pylons in the purple, and still kind of strange not to see so many people there on a Friday night. We have meteorologist Anthony Yanez here with your forecast. Uh, let me watch you through the entire weekend, Kathy, because we do have some changes, especially as we get toward the end of the weekend. But a beautiful shot from Mount Wilson, Pasadena below, mild 73 degrees, and a light south breeze at 5 miles per hour. Hour by hour forecast to start the weekend. It's going to be a cool late night into early tomorrow morning. By 10 o'clock, we're out of the 60s into the 70s, and we'll spend the afternoon lower to mid 80s. So, again, it's a really pleasant fall feel uh, for Pasadena tomorrow afternoon. If you're heading out to the beach this weekend, we're thinking Malibu here. You do start early in the morning with the marine layer, so you're going to have that both Saturday and Sunday. Temperatures all weekend long going to be mild in the mid 70s, but Monday, the pattern starts to change a little bit on the beach. Nothing too excessive here on the beach, but you're going to be in more of a warm feel than mild. Here's what's happening with the winds. We're going to get your wind feature cast right now, which is a light onshore breeze, all the way through tomorrow at 3 o'clock. So what you're seeing is really a continuation of the weather the last several days. You've got a light onshore wind or a little bit south breeze. It really brings a nice feel outside. But notice the changes as we head towards Sunday. First of all, things are pretty quiet Sunday morning. Here we are at 9 o'clock, light winds. But you're already starting to see some offshore breezes begin to develop. Now, as we move towards Sunday afternoon, you still have the same thing. You've got an onshore wind coming into the LA Basin, into the Inland Empire, the valley. But you're now starting to see a slightly stronger offshore breeze from Lancaster, Victorville, into the mountains from Big Bear, all the way out to Idlewild. But the big changes come in Monday. Look at this. What you're seeing now is a little bit of a stronger offshore wind. So almost the Santa Ana setup here from Santa Clarita, making it almost all the way to the coast and into the Inland Empire. Here's Idlewild here. So we're seeing a dramatic change in our weather pattern as we head toward late Sunday into Monday. And this is going to translate into much hotter temperatures. In fact, look at what's happening in downtown LA. The average of this time of year is 82 degrees. And we're basically there the next couple of days. So this weekend, again, feeling fantastic. A little drier feel on Sunday. But temperatures start going up on Monday. And then we head off into the mid-90s, Tuesday through Thursday, for the L.A. area. So for the weekend, what you're going to see in Anaheim is you have temperatures in the mid-80s. Simi Valley from the mid-80s to the upper 80s. So there is a slight warm-up. Uh, for Sunday, Hemet 92 to 96 degrees, but most of the change on Sunday is it's going to start to feel drier as you start to see our onshore, offshore winds develop. Lancaster coming in 94 degrees on Saturday, Sunday 98, but the real heat wave arrives on Monday. So what you're seeing in the LA Basin in Orange County is temperatures going from the lower 80s now into the lower and mid 90s. The coast heads into the mid 70s, so now you're seeing the 80s. So again, it's getting warmer, a little more of a hot feel but nothing too dramatic. Now, the dramatics are really being saved for the valleys in the Inland Empire. You've got lower to mid-90s this weekend in the valleys in the Inland Empire, but then the triple-digit heat arrives on Monday because of this offshore wind. And it stays like this all the way through Thursday with a range of 100 to 102 degrees and not much of a change, honestly, on Friday. The forecast for the desert 
uh, for the high desert and low desert, you have one more day of a, a more of a south wind uh, for the smoke from the bobcat fire. But then these offshore winds are going to blow the smoke away from you. And temperature's not much of a change, but you are going to get better air quality. That's the good news for you in the high desert. And then the forecast for the mountains, what you're going to see, is temperatures mainly in the mid to upper 70s. So there's not much of a change in this area. But I always like pointing out for the mountains forecast, what I'm always watching to see if there's any rain in the forecast. And as you can see, a lot of sunshine, but not a drop out there for the next seven days. Back to you. Anthony, thank you. And still ahead for us tonight, saving their friend's life virtually. The video chat that nearly turned tragic for a Torrance woman. And the changes to Oktoberfest in Big Bear. How organizers are trying to keep people safe. Washington Republicans aren't looking out for California families, especially now. Republicans voted to let massive corporations secretly access COVID relief loans meant for small businesses. Washington Republicans stand with corporate donors, not us. I'm Kristen Smith, and the special interest bribes have to stop. Unlike my opponent, I don't take a dime from corporate PACs. I'll fight for small businesses and workers, not the wealthy and well-connected. I approve this message because I will only answer to you. Farmer Boy's new half-pound bourbon bacon cheddar burger is here. Flame grilled beef and double smoked bacon with two slices of Tillamook cheddar slathered with the Scarecrow's own secret bourbon barbecue sauce. Our most wanted burger. What, no fries? Farmer Boy's farm food ain't fast food. Let's build up and move forward and hold together. We're donating over $20 million worth of clothing to help people get back to work. Let's work for a better republic. Learn more at bananarepublic.com. Buena. More buena. Buena. More buena. Tahin is a delicious combination of mild chili peppers, lime, and sea salt. Tahin. Big corporations opposing Prop 15 are using scare tactics so false, a judge ordered them struck from the voter guide. But the following facts are not in dispute. Prop 15 closes big corporate tax loopholes, protects homeowners, and cuts small business taxes. But that's not all. By closing the loopholes, communities can invest in local schools, PPE for nurses, and our firefighters. Don't be deceived by big corporate scare tactics. Vote yes on 15. A woman from Palos Verdes suffered a stroke while she was on a Zoom call. Her friends quickly realized she was in trouble and they called for help. How do you thank people that saved your life? Well, 69-year-old Dorothy Ferris also thanked the doctors for all of their amazing work when she arrived at Torrance Memorial Medical Center. She said the fact that she is able to walk and talk to them now is a miracle. I'm grateful for the doctors. It was like a, a three-legged stool that just, you know, supported me. I often Well, doctors say this kind of outcome is incredibly rare considering the size of the clot and the location on Dorothy's brain. They say the fact that her friends were so quick to notice what happened and to act, they saved her life. More ways to get tested for COVID-19. Today, Rite Aid opened several new drive-up testing sites in the LA area. The tests are free, but you do need to sign up in advance. We have a link to local testing centers on our website, NBCLA.com. Big Bear's annual Oktoberfest celebration is a go despite COVID-19 concerns. The 50th Big Bear Lake Oktoberfest.
kicked off tonight but because of the pandemic this year it will all be outdoors at Wyatt's Grill and Saloon with masks encouraged and of course social distancing in place. Less than 10% of the usual crowd is going to be let in. This year there will be no dance floor. At the Munich Oktoberfest they don't have a dance floor, right? Everyone does the fun dances and all the sing-alongs at their table and so we are encouraging guests to do that this year as well. So we're asking them to you want to do the chicken dance? Great, do it right at your table. Absolutely. They reached out to the San Bernardino, San Bernardino County Health Department to get their take on the festival moving forward, but so far we have not heard back. And live music venues have been one of the businesses hardest hit by COVID-19 restrictions, and now our partners at NBCLX are learning about a new effort to help them survive. There is a nationwide initiative called Save Our Stages. It's aimed at offering long-term assistance and unemployment benefits for music workers and owners who cannot hold concerts during this pandemic. They want lawmakers to help kickstart a program that will provide financial help. I have a friend who all jobs in the crew business and everybody's just kind of holding on by the skin of their teeth right now. You can learn more about Save Our Stages when you visit NBCLX on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Well, the power of tech turns out there may be no better cure for lockdown loneliness. Researchers in a UK surveyed 6,000 people. 90% said their animals helped them cope emotionally with the lockdown. 96% said their pet kept them fit and active. And that emotional bond wasn't limited to cats and dogs. People with fish, guinea pigs, or any pet at all said they felt happier. Twitter is experimenting with the idea of letting people record and send audio through direct messaging. According to a report in The Verge, Twitter launched audio tweets on some iOS devices back in June, and this would be similar. There is just a play and pause button, and the sender's avatar pulsates as the message plays. For now, though, it's only being tested in Brazil. He messed with the wrong mother. New tonight at 11, video of an attempted kidnapping and the action he didn't see coming. And she fought for her life for 57 days. Tonight, we hear from the teenage girl who overcame coronavirus and just got released from the hospital today. Big celebration. All right, one last look right now at the forecast. And we'll start with the weekend because it's going to actually be fairly nice, but all the changes start to come in as we head toward Monday. So notice Laguna Beach, upper 70s, great, but notice the warm-up. Monday through Thursday of next week, it's all because of these offshore winds, which have already prompted a fire weather watch for the Inland Empire, the Riverside County Mountains. Offshore winds, nothing terribly strong, but the humidity is heading into the teens, and it's going to be hot. Anthony, thank you, and please stay with NBC4 News for breaking news throughout the evening, and stay connected with our NBCLA News app. We'll see you right here tonight at 11. Until then, have a great night.
Southern California. So very similar to what you see with the Santa Ana one, but just a fairly light offshore breeze. But you can see what you have there in Santa Clarita, some stronger gusts here extending all the way to the Inland Empire. So we already have a fire weather watch from this pattern. So we're going to have easterly winds, 10 to 20 miles per hour gusts, 25 to 35. So again, as far as offshore winds go, not the strongest. However, look what it's doing. It's putting the humidity in the teens, and it's also increasing temperatures into the triple digits. So for this weekend, we didn't have it coming in just yet. Irvine, we're in the lower to mid 80s. Uh, Paris, we've got 90 to 94 degrees. Azusa in the mid uh, 80s. And Valencia, a little bit warmer, 94 to 98 degrees. The changes really start to occur on Monday as far as the temperatures. So what you have in your 80s and 70s this weekend on the Coast Daily Basin, you have 90s starting out on Monday and then 80s for the coast on Monday, and that stays with us all the way through Friday. Look at what's going on in the valleys in the Inland Empire. Lower to mid-90s, and then triple-digit heat comes in Monday, and that stays with us all the way through Thursday, even Friday for the Inland Empire with a range of 100 to 102 degrees. So this heat wave is going to stick around a while. High desert has a smoke for one more day before the wind shifts, and that's from the Bobcat fire. The low desert, also pretty hot, heading toward the 108 degrees as we head toward early next week. And the mountains dry and in the 70s. That's your weather forecast. Here's Mario now with the board. Hey, thank you. Lakers getting ready to play Duff and Nuggets. And did the Angels keep their three playoff dreams alive tonight against the Dodgers? That is next on your ABC Board Sports Center. 